the brand is what makes the difference. And I'm going to change it a little bit. It's an authentic brand makes the difference. And so it's one thing to put out there and say, we support this initiative. It's another thing to really take the action. And that's what I think is the difference. And what I look closing 2021 and going to 2022 will make the difference. And so there's a few things that we've done very quickly. And so one thing that I love is our 12 days of cricket. And so when you think about our partnership with the Boys and Girls Club and making a difference in families' lives, we've supported over 20 families in 18 markets, and we're giving the family a Christmas they probably wouldn't have had. And so you think about an authentic relationship. It's one thing to have that sponsorship with the Boys and Girls Club. It's another thing. How do you bring that local and how then do you hit that in 18 different markets across the U.S. and make a difference in those families' lives and keep that spreading? I think that's a testament to what you're going to continue to see cricket do, not only for the holiday season, but 365 days a year of what we can do. Welcome to episode 52 of Clicks to Bricks, the podcast about multi-location marketing. I'm your host, Rob Reed. My guest today is Tony Mokri, and he is vice president and chief marketing officer for Cricket Wireless which is the leading prepaid wireless carrier in the U.S. and also a division of AT&T. I've been preparing for this episode for the better part of a decade as I've worked with the Cricket brand almost as long as there's been a Cricket brand. This relationship started as a technology provider empowering Cricket's local program and then as a social content studio where we produce a number of viral video hits with Cricket and WWE superstar John Cena who's now crossed over into mainstream films. For this interview, I met with Tony in person at Cricket's headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia, prior to the Omicron outbreak, I might add. He is only the third CMO for the brand, which is still quite young. As a wireless carrier though, brand is really everything. It's how you differentiate in the market. It's why consumers choose you over the competition because pretty much everything else is equal or close to it. So we talk about some of the unique areas where Tony is investing in the brand, why authenticity is a key pillar, and how this translates to the company's thousands of authorized retail locations. Tony Mokri, welcome to Clicks to Bricks. Thank you, Rob, for having me today. Okay, so first question, as always, what is a fun fact about Tony Mokri that most might not know? Thanks for that question, Rob. I was reminded of something this weekend. I was out shopping with my family to provide gifts for our Boys and Girls Club 12 Days of Cricket. And as we were shopping for the gifts, the one fun fact that I was reminded of was I started my entrepreneur career as a gift wrapper. And so I was 16 years old and was looking to earn extra money. And I was friends with someone at the shopping mall in Chicago where I grew up. And my job was to wrap gifts after school and on the weekend. And so when the question came up this weekend of who's going to wrap these gifts for these needy families, I volunteered. And as long as you bring me the gifts, I'll wrap as many as you can. And so I've always become the family wrapper from that. That's great because I am useless when it comes to wrapping a gift. I mean, it really it really is a skill, huh? Like to, to actually get a gift. I mean, mine just look so awful when I actually try it. Like the, the paper's all over the place, the tape's all over the place. But yeah, when you know how to do that, you just, you know, you have a process, right? Absolutely. And to this day, I wrap gifts 
for the family, but I've also started wrapping gifts for my family as well. And so I take my time. I have a different bow and very much wrap each gift very differently. Uh, I also noticed on your background, some early entrepreneurship around just like retail, right? Like that seems to be, you know, deep in your background then too, huh? Yep. I graduated high school and a day after I graduated high school with, I'll say, money I saved from gift wrapping and other ventures, I opened up a tie cart. And when I say that, it's like mall kiosk. And so it was in Chicago with a partner and we started selling ties off of a tie cart. And that um, blossomed into a full retail men's store. Right. That's incredible. And, and, you know, Cricket is really at its foundation a a retailer, right, with a pretty big retail presence. So that seems to be carrying right through to the present day, huh? Absolutely. I think I've always had that passion of serving a customer, being in retail and having fun with that and making meaningful connections. And I think that's bled through my career with AT&T as well. So I have a long history with the Cricket Wireless brand, which I will get into. But for those who may not be familiar with it, what is Cricket Wireless and uh, what does the brand stand for? I get this question a lot, especially recently from friends and family. And so Cricket Wireless offers customers a simple, high-quality wireless experience on a reliable nationwide network. I know that sounds you know a little complicated. It's really our mission is to make customers smile more, stress less. And I love what we stand for there. And it's really about bringing a wireless carrier that's really part of the community. And so that's where our passion comes from. It's about, of course, being that wireless carrier, but how do we make a difference in the communities that we serve? And I think that's what you're going to see us do 365 times a year. And it's really an incredible experience to be able to take this business. And, you know, when you think about it, customers are going through a lot right now. Um, just economically and what cricket stands for and what we bring to the communities really makes a difference in people's lives. That has been my experience with the cricket brand with whatever company I've, I've worked with has been, you know, just this kind of dedication to local and to communities and to the tagline that, you know, I will never forget, you know, there's something to smile about. I've always thought it's a great kind of North star, you know, for the brand. You're now the third CMO for Cricket, which is still, you know, just about a decade old, which, you know, is pretty young, I'd say, in brand years. You're about eight months into the role. So talk to me a little bit about how this opportunity presented itself for you. You know, I've had a long career with the company and I've been in retail. I've been in uh, marketing previously as well. And I started my career off in the call center as a call center rep. And so when I had the opportunity to come join Cricket, it was a no-brainer. You know, you think about it, we're the fastest growing prepaid carrier. And that's with AT&T prepaid as well included. But to come and make a difference with the over 12.4 million customers that Cricket has and really be able to not only grow a business, but serve the community. And from my past and what I have a passion for, it was a perfect uh, match for me as my next career move. Well, talk to me a little bit about your time at AT AT&T. I mean, one of the things I've always been impressed with about this company is its its ability to retain talent. Like most of the people I've worked with at AT AT&T over the past 10 years are still with AT&T in in one of the divisions. They don't seem to leave the company. They seem to um, just move from one division to the next as they, you know, progress through their careers. And you're quite a testament to that. So that that was a pretty long run at AT AT&T from the the proverbial mailroom, right? (laughs) Yep, I agree. And it's really important as a leader here embracing 
our talent and how do you retain and attract the best talent out there? And so AT&T really supports change, I'll say changing your career. And so a lot of people that we mentor or myself included have gone from a sales to a marketing to a support. And I truly believe it's about getting the right mentors and we have great development programs inside of AT&T to retain that talent. And so I've been a person who's benefited from that. Of Most recently, I was the VPGM of the Gulf states. So I had P&L responsibility of Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana of running all the retail stores along with the entire market of going through you know, hurricanes and being the AT&T representative there. And so then coming over to the cricket side, which has been a great opportunity, is taking my previous marketing experience and enhancing what I've done as well. And so it just, it gives you the ability to learn different skills. And instead of changing companies, it's changing what you're doing and that responsibility. And that really makes, I believe, an employee more vested in the company and you're getting developed along the way. And I feel like over my career, I've had over 10 different jobs all with the same company. Well, so it sounds like with, you know, running the the Gulf States for AT&T, it was probably more of a ground game with the brand. And now with cricket, you've got, you know, the whole country. And, you know, one of the things that we focus on at Clicks to Bricks is, is this unique challenge when you're a multi-location brand of building brand at the national level, but, you know, actually doing business at the, at the local store level. So, it sounds like that's going to be, you know, something new for you, perhaps. Talk to me a little bit about your plans for the brand because in the wireless space, brand is so important, right? I mean, that's that's a lot of why consumers choose one wireless provider over another. At the end of the day, the products can tend to be pretty similar, but the brand is really where you can kind of set yourself apart and differentiate. Talk to me a little bit about your plans for the brand under your leadership. Great question, Rob. And I truly believe what you just said. The brand is what makes the difference. And I'm going to change it a little bit. It's an authentic brand makes the difference. And so it's one thing to put out there and say, we support this initiative. It's another thing to really take the action. And that's what I think is the difference. And what I look closing 2021 and going to 2022 will make the difference. And so there's a few things that we've done very quickly. And so one thing that I love is our 12 days of cricket. And so when you think about our partnership with the Boys and Girls Club and making a difference in families' lives, we've supported over 20 families in 18 markets, and we're giving the family a Christmas they probably wouldn't have had. And so you think about an authentic relationship. It's one thing to have that sponsorship with the Boys and Girls Club. It's another thing. How do you bring that local, and how then do you hit that in 18 different markets across the U.S. and make a difference in those families' lives and keep that spreading? I think that's a testament to what you're going to continue to see cricket do, not only for the holiday season, but 365 days a year of what we can do. Another thing is when you think about what just happened last weekend, the tornadoes in Tennessee and Kentucky, we have local people on the ground providing not only wireless service, but, you know, water, flashlight, necessities for the families. And so, when a disaster happens, we're there in the community providing what that community needs each and every day. And so I think that's what makes a difference is when the emergency happens, who shows up and who supports the community. It's not about selling wireless service. It's about providing the needs for those families going through this difficult time. And I think that's what the brand's going to continue to stand for. I'm in, a, in Atlanta this week. It's a celebration bowl. And so we support the historically black college and universities. And we've been sponsoring them since 2018. 
And so it's authentically showing up in the community. And what I love is more than just this football game this weekend. We've been supporting and I'll say authentically showing up in the community where we have campus ambassadors who are college students at the HBCU schools. And those college ambassadors are basically brand ambassadors for cricket. What's their understanding, being on the local community, getting feedback for us. We've invited them also to the game and they have mentoring relationships um, with us already. And so we're looking to develop the future leaders. And, you know, some of them might not choose to come to cricket to work, but that's great. We're still making a difference in the communities, mentoring and giving them that opportunity to advance their careers once they're done with college as well. And then lastly, we're going to be having the Boys and Girls Club, people and children who maybe would not have had the opportunity to come to the game. The game sold out this weekend. It's amazing of the attendance. And I just had a conversation with John Grant, who's our ESPN um, partner there. And it's the first time this game has ever been sold out. And so we're giving, you know, Boys and Girls Club the opportunity to come to the game, see what's possible, and really give that aspiration to say, that's what I want to go do in the future. And so it's really a very much of how do you get local marketing making a difference in the community that really is going to make the difference going into next year. You've kind of answered my next question, which was around brand purpose. So, you know, I think so many brands you know, kind of look at it as a checkbox, you know, we got to do some kind of cause marketing campaign and, or some kind of CSR initiative to to check that box. It does sound like this is, you know, one of the biggest, if not the biggest pillars of the cricket brand is kind of staying true to your purpose and being authentic about it. Is that a fair statement? I couldn't agree more with you, Rob. And I think it hit me last week. We had in October, it was Hispanic Heritage Month. You see a lot of other companies put up, we support Hispanic Heritage Month. What Cricket did was we did a whole campaign on the Hispanic entrepreneurs, calling all jefes. And they submitted via TikTok, Instagram, here's you know why to support my business. And three winners would win a $5,000 grant for their business, Cricket service, and a mentor from one of the Cricket leadership team of what they needed for their business. And so we ran that contest. Last week, I had the opportunity to call the three winners. And let me tell you, it was probably the most emotional calls I had. And partly me, I was like almost crying because people were so touched that we cared. We invested in them and giving them an opportunity to advance their business. And they were very passionate about it. They were shocked that someone actually called them, that I called them, and that we awarded that to them. And so we've had a lot of interaction. And I think the one touching thing is when we announced it on LinkedIn, they actually, the three of them, the winners, said, we need to work together. And they started their own like chat and said, how do we continue to grow ourselves? And so it was just a touching moment where you see you can make a difference, the brand can make a difference, and how to advance our customers to the next level. So, Tony, tell me about how all of this cause marketing and brand purpose is being realized in your advertising? That's a great question, Rob. And I think, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the HBCU sponsor, we've been in the HBCU sponsorship space since 2018, and we found a meaningful way to connect with customers. I think when you think about most brands are saying it, we're demonstrating what we're doing here. And so we began by building an advertising campaign off of some pillars. And our pillars were hope, optimism, and resilience. And so our strategy was for the HBCU community and our Black community to unleash your ingenuity. And so what I mean by that is we brought in a Black director, very young, 
And she really understood the space, right? And so this was not about how to sell more wireless. This was about to give credit to the students of what they do each and every day. And so there's three ads that this director, and her name was Eureke Dawson Amoa. And what she created for us was an on-campus with sports, music, and education. And each of the students featured in the ads, that's what they're going to school for. So they weren't actors. They were actual students in each of the ads. And I'm telling you, it was the most well-received brand ads that you've seen out there because they were genuine, authentic. And it was emotional when you saw like the parents of these students on social saying, that's my son. Thanks for giving him an opportunity. That's my daughter. That's what she does each and every day. And so it was a lot of engagement of how to build the brand of what we stand for. And that sponsorship is continuing to grow. And that's what we'll see at the Cricket Celebration Bowl this weekend as well, as we bring in more students into the program and that we're mentoring. And it really lives true to what we did in our advertising. So are these spots online right now? Can people go and see them on YouTube or something? These spots are online on YouTube, on our site, and they play during certain times, especially like you'll see them on ESPN this coming weekend. Nice. Well, yeah, so go look those up on the Cricket Wireless YouTube channel. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. When you're part of something bigger than yourself, it feels like all you ever do is win, win, win. And when that something is an HBCU, you know you can't help but win, win, win. So, as proud supporters of HBCU programs... We just can't lose. It does strike me as, you know, exceptionally authentic approach to your advertising and to your purpose. I find that a lot of times brands that want to, you know, embrace diversity and the ones that get it wrong, oftentimes it's because the people at the brand themselves aren't diverse. And that's one of the things that I found with Cricket over you know, my 10 years of working with the brand in various capacities is that the, the cricket staff has always been very diverse. And that's so key when you kind of go into this space of diversity and purpose and then kind of mixing that with an advertising message, right? It's so easy to get it wrong. And one of the ways to get it right and to consistently get it right is when your staff can be there to raise their hand and be like, nope, that doesn't work. That doesn't work for me. It's not going to work for us and the brand. If you don't have that, it's just so easy for brands to get it wrong. Like all these, you know, I won't say, you know, Pepsi, but all the other times that they really got it wrong is because of the staff. So, you know, kudos to Cricket for, you know, kind of not just, you know, being authentic in your advertising, but it really, you know, you have to be authentic internally when it comes to diversity as well, right? Yep. I agree with you, Rob. And I think, you know, as I look at it, Gone are the days where it's just like you're the boss, right? I look at it as everyone on my team has a voice. My directs are very diverse. It matches our community. And I think it's an important piece. And I think that's one step. The second step is for the team feeling comfortable to raise their voice and to say, this doesn't look right or we need to go into that direction. So it's fostering a diverse team, but it's also fostering an open communication where people feel very comfortable to have their voice heard, their feedback. And that's really what makes a difference. And when I've gone over everything that we've done and how we're standing up in the community and the difference we're making, it's because of having a diverse team, but also them being vocal of saying, this is wrong, or this is where we need to 
you know, be at. And this is how to be authentic in the community. So it really does have a lot of benefits to the business of having that team like that. Absolutely. I've experienced it firsthand with Cricket. I wanted to pivot a little bit to kind of the, the other side of marketing. You know, I talk about this quite a bit on the show is this, you know, this tension and balance between brand marketing and performance marketing. So like most of kind of what we've been talking about is building the cricket brand and creating that connection with consumers, which is often hard to quantify in terms of business. And there's plenty of ways to measure brand lift and sentiment lift and things like that. But there isn't always a, a direct line to kind of ring in the cash register. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you think about the performance aspect? You know, do you think of it as a separate aspect and approach to marketing? Do you have, you know, unique tactics and channels and, and KPIs for your kind of performance end of the business? Or, you know, do you just look at it as one big, you know, kind of monolith? I think when you take the topic of performance marketing and, you know, I'll say brand marketing. So your brand marketing is the, you know, takes a lifetime, right? To change perception, get your name out there. We started Cricket Brand as a regional play. It's a national brand. And so that's not going to get overnight results. However, you can lose the results overnight if you do the wrong thing. And so we take a very careful approach of how we stand up our brand, what we stand for. On performance marketing, it kind of builds off of that brand because if you're going to do really good performance marketing out there, of course, you need to do it with a great brand. And so they do go hand in hand. And so one of the things we do a lot with our AR partners, which is our authorized retail third-party stores, is we do a lot on social media, Facebook. And so they're allowed to link to our pages from the Cricket Facebook page. And so you know you have to maintain your brand and make sure if you know things go very quick on social media. And so do we address it, get comments out there, and make sure that we're relevant with our brand, but then from a performance marketing to see what kind of business are we driving to our stores? Because you need to have that performance marketing, whether it be digital, social, email, SMS, MMS. And so we have all the normal, I'll say marketing KPIs. But if you're solely focused on the results and not the brand, you're never going to be successful because you're going to get short-term results. But you know, one of the key measures that we look at is how customers leave us or better called churn. And so if you don't get both right, you're going to lose everything you go out there and get anyway. And so Cricket's churn is we hold on to our customers. We're very successful with that. And so I think those two pieces go hand in hand of how to maintain that customer base and be a respectable brand out in the marketplace. So in your role as CMO, does it extend beyond getting a customer to sign up? Like traditionally marketing, you know, kind of their job was to, you know, get the customer in the door, get them signed up, and then kind of operations takes over. And then, you know, marketing continues to try to drive more people in. But in recent years, marketing has expanded more to the full customer lifecycle and customer experience. Do you find that you play a role beyond the customer signing up in marketing? Absolutely. So my role as CMO of Cricket Wireless, I own from the brand advertising to the products, to the promos, then to the field marketing of what we execute from a field marketing perspective, all the way down to lifecycle management. And when I say that, meaning how long does the customer stay with us, retention. And so the unique part about it is it's all my responsibility. So I have direct control over it. And it's how do we manage through each of those factors on the marketing team. So, Tony, talk to me about some of the big initiatives from 2021 that you're you know, most proud about. There's probably three of them as I look at, 
our big initiatives from 21 going to 22. And so when you think about it, of how to grow relationships with customers, go out there and market in the benefit of being a cricket customer. With our $60 unlimited plan, we've now included our HBO Max with advertising. And so talk about making a difference in customers' lives of everyone's paying a different amount for streaming services. We're offering HBO Max included in that plan. And so that's been a big hit with our customers. The second piece, especially going to the new year, I look at two platforms that we have. And one is financial literacy. And when you look at the communities we serve each and every day, this is an important topic. And so you're going to see us really execute coming out of 21 of what we learned of having some field programs of teaching customers financial literacy. And Acorns is who we've partnered with. And we're going to be doing some Facebook Lives. We're going to be doing some education in the marketplace. And Cricket invests in our customers with Acorns. And so if customers sign up, we give certain dollars to that customer in their Acorns account, and they can see that money grow. For those who aren't familiar with Acorns, let us know, what is Acorns? So Acorns is an investing application. And so when you sign up with Acorns, it basically will round up certain dollar amount on purchases you buy, yeah. and that money's invested into your account. And when you sign up with Cricket, we're with automatic bill pay, we're investing and in putting a dollar into each customer's account each and every month. That's like a little 401k, you know, account for everybody, right? Similar. Very, very similar. Yeah. But this is teaching families how to invest and see their investment grow. It's a certain need in our communities. And we're one of the only companies, wireless companies, that are doing this for our customers. Nice. And what else into 2022 should we be looking for? The last thing is an education of digital literacy. So when you think about how open everything is and what our kids and families look at, we have an opportunity to really teach parents and the youth of digital um, literacy. And so we have a partnership with a company called Bark, and Bark does exactly that. It teaches families and kids to have those conversations about cyberbullying, looking at keywords out there that might alert a family to something going on in that kid's life. And so this is a really important and feel like we have a difference we can make in the communities to teach parents how to have those conversations. And there's a lot of great resources on the cricket side on this. So did this come out of research? Because it just sounds like you've you know surfaced some key issues that your customer base and the communities you serve really need today. Is this where these insights are coming from? It's based on both research and honestly, just customer feedback in our field feedback. We have a field marketing manager in each of the markets, and we constantly get feedback from our customers of what's missing, but also on top of that research to making sure we're working on the right things for our customers. Yeah, speaking of your organization, talk to me about you know how it's structured, you know, what are the key roles that report to you? And also are you currently looking to fill any roles? Let me answer that first. We're always looking for great talent. And so, you know, when you think about making a difference. People come to Cricket saying, not only do I want to work for a great company, but I want to have an impact in the community. And that you do both working for Cricket. And so reporting to me, I have a person that does all the advertising and brand work. And as you can see, it's very meaningful work for everything that we do. And then we have a product organization. And so you think about launching different products, whether they be Cricket products or with our third parties and different initiatives, I'll say one of the critical roles. We talked about performance marketing leader that just does all of our performance marketing, maintaining our base of customers, and then a store merchandising team. You think about Cricket has over 4,500 retail locations. So I have a team that works on the merchandising in those stores, the experience, and you think about 
customer coming to the store, how we're easy to do business with. We recently just did a 2.0 store redesign. That's a great customer experience. Customer walks in the store. They're helped by an associate that has a tablet, really modernizing what the store looks like. And so it's a great experience. We talked about recently just hired our field marketing director. And so this person has two associate directors who were looking to fill those positions. And those positions are in the east and the west region of the country. And they're really managing what happens locally in local marketing programs. We are hiring a go-to-market manager. And so that person is really working on all of our campaigns of how do we come across as one cricket across all of cricket. And let me say that a little simpler. So our .com, our national retail, our authorized retail presence all have that golden thread throughout them with messaging, and we show up as one cricket brand to everywhere. And so this person's managing our brand across every channel, every touch point from a customer experience. And lastly, we have a multicultural organization and really understanding the needs of all of our different communities and how do we show up from a marketing perspective as well. Because it's just not about a tag. It's not about changing people in an ad. It's really about how to show up authentically across all of the marketing and cricket. Yeah, I mean, that multicultural role strikes me as, you know, somewhat unique and also somewhat of a, of a horizontal versus a vertical, right? I mean, because that touches everything. Absolutely. There's a few roles on my team. The multicultural hits every aspect of it. They need to have a voice. They need to make sure they're giving input and being very authentic across everywhere, along with the go-to-market, is hitting everywhere. And so you're going to see my organization is a very vocal, very loud, and we all have to work together of how we show up with our brand and in our performance marketing. I love that. And I've experienced it firsthand. And kind of closing up, I wanted to ask, I generally you know, do this toward the end, about you know some advice that you have for younger marketers, you know, coming into marketing for brick and mortar, uh, specifically for the first time and what advice you have for them and also maybe how Cricket functions in terms of mentoring and career advancement. Excellent question. And so there's two things I usually, I mentor a lot of different people and there's two things I usually stand for and really give guidance on. And I feel like human nature, none of us love change. And so I will always say, to people who I mentor, even my kids, those that can change and change quickly will be successful. I think a lot of times we fight and say, maybe not. I think if the more open we are to it, the more successful you're going to be because the marketplace is changing quickly. It changes every day in this digital world. You got to be able to change. And lastly, my second piece of advice is to get uncomfortable. I think a lot of us get comfortable in our jobs and Take that opportunity, raise your hand, be vocal. You see something, you see an opportunity, get uncomfortable and put your name in for it. And so I really do challenge people on these times. It's a little harder because a lot of us aren't in the office, right? And so it's reaching out to someone, it's creating those mentor relationships and really starting those connections. And it's a little different right now because of video, but you got to use that same aspect of how to be successful with that. Yeah, I mean, I've said this before on the podcast, but, you know, growth really only happens when you're outside your comfort zone, right? And so being uncomfortable, taking risks, stretching yourself, you know, even like you with my kids, you know, I've got a a 14-year-old daughter who's taking her first AP class in high school and it's hard and she's not comfortable. But I've seen from the data from this class that even kids that don't, you know, get A's or even pass the AP exam at the end still end up going on to do better in college than kids that didn't. And I attribute that to just getting her outside her comfort zone and stretching herself. That alone has value 
independent of the information that she's getting from the class itself, right? So, yeah, that's some fantastic advice. Tony Mokri, thanks so much for joining us on Clicks to Bricks. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it on LinkedIn and to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, you can sign up for our newsletter at clickstobricks.fm for exclusive content and previews of upcoming shows. I'm your host, Rob Reed, and this is Clicks to Bricks, a podcast about multi-location marketing. Mm-hmm.